Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. Hello, Gina. Hello. Welcome back, everybody, yes. to the Dames Who Dish Dames podcast. Dish podcast. How was your week? Um, good. good I, I was trying to think. I have no idea. Like, there's nothing going on. Just working, catching up. Just a big blur. Just yeah. your regular everyday stuff. <laughs> what about you? Just a big blur. Just my everyday stuff. <laughs> nothing exciting to report I, here. I mean, the only exciting thing is I've been watching so much fucking TV. I have caught up on everything, and then I'm looking for other things. Oh, my God. How crazy is that? Well, I did watch some things that um, you may be surprised that I watched. Oh, really? Do tell. I squeezed them in. Well, it helps to be honest not to have the bachelor because you know i'm not i have the bachelor. <laughs> yeah well that that's your problem So on monday night you don't have anything <clears throat> no i don't so it it frees me up a bit so i will join the bachelor but i'm gonna join deeper into the season i don't have time for it right now but i watch i'm catching up i'm i'm all caught up actually on special forces which i love it's good right really good it gives me a whole a whole new opinion of Ken of Kenya. I know. I like seeing her. I mean, she in really. This light. Oh my god, she's a badass. She doesn't complain. I, I kind tough. of knew she was. I feel like I've seen a little bit of this Kenya before, but not in this way. She's kind. She's dialed into what's going on. Very serious. Yeah, takes it all very. And even the um, what do they call them? Instructors, the, whatever yeah, they are. Yeah, the Navy the staff, SEAL guys, staff. Yes, Steph. Yes, Steph. They all are kind of impressed by her, too. They are. She She's kind of a badass. And also Bachelorette Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown, surprisingly, is kind of a badass, too. I know. I felt b- bad for Beverly. Beverly oh, so it was Beverly. That's she, her name. She couldn't cut it. The one from Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven. She was mm-hmm. literally losing it the entire time. She was, yeah, not, not good. But it's so good. It's good. It's on... Yeah, it's on Fox. Yeah. It's the celebrity edition. There's some... um, I didn't know who all of them, like Danny Amendola, I heard the name. He's a football player. Mm -hmm. Mike Piazza, of course, I know the name. I've actually heard of everybody other than like there's a soccer player. I didn't know who she was. The soccer player, the skier. Right. I didn't know who he was. Um, Who else was on there? Oh. Oh, Dr. Drew, he... How about left? Dr. Drew, and how about Kate plus eight, Kate Goslin? Now, see, I didn't watch the first episode, so I didn't get to see Kate plus eight. What happened to her? very satisfying. She just couldn't do it? Oh, she was a hot mess from the get-go. It's not easy. It's freaking hard. They're in the Wadi Rum Desert. It's hot. The activities and the... Challenges? Challenges, whatever you call them that they're doing, are so hard. Plus, they're being yelled at the entire time. The the number of times so far that they've had to like free drop from the tops Things. of buildings <laughs> was enough for me. I mean, even backwards, not looking. And they're sleeping in cots all together. They shit next to each now, other. Now that is a outhouses. little problematic because those little walls aren't tall enough. Well, that one basketball player, Dwight Howard. Yeah. He's funny. He's huge. He goes on the end all the time. <laughs> and one of them, which one was it now? I can't remember. Maybe it was Bev. Or maybe I don't I don't know who it was, but they're like, Can you just not talk to me right now? <laughs> I'm trying to get yeah. things done here. Yeah. There's a few testy moments, as I would imagine. Who's the guy that was the White House Scaramucci? Oh, Scaramucci. He's, yeah, he's no. No. <laughs> he's just annoying. He, yeah. No. But it's good. I would I would suggest people watch it, right? There's it's not over yet. 
No, I think um, a couple episode more episodes six last night. Okay, I, I don't know how many. They're probably ten because it's only like what a week or something that they're in the desert. Not long. I don't. I don't think their bodies could handle any more than a week. No, it's a lot. It's brutal. It's a lot. So yeah, highly recommend Special Forces on Fox. Yeah, so I'm watching that. Also finished the Pamela Anderson documentary, which was surprisingly good. I wasn't um, surprised because I heard that it's really good. So I was all in and I didn't stop watching it. It was so raw. My opinion of her was solely driven by perception. And it gives you a completely different perception of who she really is. Because she has the, you know blonde bimbo persona but that's really not her and she seems like she's such a good mom and has a great relationship with her boys and they were always her priority and the shit she went through with tommy lee i mean that really was her true love still is it's kind of sad i mean she she is searching for that love again it's like that toxic crazy love but that's the love her parents had the parents were toxic they would get divorced, get back together. They're still together. Still together. But it's a crazy, toxic relationship. And that's what she grew up with. It was surprisingly good. And I think her son produced it or directed it. The older one produced it, Brandon. And they seem like they're such nice boys. They look and talk a lot like Tommy Lee. Did you watch Brandon when he was on the reboot of The Hills? Mm. No, but he was kind of a jerk, right? That's the younger one? No, the older one. Was it the older one? Mm -hmm. Because the older one is the one... Isn't the older one the one that, that directed it? He produced or it. Produced he was it? a producer. Yeah. But on the hills, he was a little bit of like... Kind of a smarmy mm, A guy. little bit. Yeah, there was something about him that was A rich kid of Beverly Hills yes. kind of persona. A little, bit, a little bit. But he's so down to earth in this and just, you know, they care so much about their mom. It was just really good. So yeah, if you I haven't really enjoyed seen it, it mm-hmm. it's not probably what you think it is. And it's actually pretty sad. I it mean, is. it was kind of sad. But I'll say at the very end, I was rooting for her i think i had a little bit of tear in my eye yeah ap- actually at the end you mm-hmm. do end up rooting. i mean i never her. i never was never rooting against her watching this mm-hmm. i just felt bad for her but at the, the end i was like good for you yeah sort of and then i went oh that's sad yeah <laughs> i went good for you oh that's Aww. sad good for you <laughs> oh that's very sad <laughs> it was up and down the whole time yeah and then we finished traders us but now i'm hooked on traders uk which yes doesn't compare Wait. i mean it's good it's really good. Oh, it's better I than the U.S. So. version. I think so. And I don't know who any of the people are, but it's so entertaining. Is it because of the accents? <laughs> Could be. Probably. <laughs> Could be, but they're just so, their their conversations are just free-flowing, and the things that they say will crack you up. They cuss. And there's no, like, reality stars on that one. It's all just regular people. No, there's, like, one girl that's an, an actress. Well, there's a couple actresses, but we don't know who they are because... They're in the UK, oh. but it's really good. Okay, it's really good. you're you're buffering it somehow illegally. So no, I don't I'm know not. how you're doing that. Oh, you're not. No, hmm. no, no, no. Hmm. I went about it the right way. Speaking me- of the traders, we did have something fun this week. We did an interview with Stephanie from the U.S. Traders, Trader, yeah. the U- Traders U.S. Traders U.S. Yep. And we're going to tack it on to the end of this. She was so much fun. She's an honorary dame, but she's too young to be a dame. So she's just a very fun, cool chick. Tells us her thoughts of Brandy and Kate and the game. And she is a Survivor alum, played Survivor three times, played in another little show that was on last year called Snake in the Grass. So she's a reality star veteran. I think she was also on a soap opera, too. 
I think she was on the guiding light. No, she. <laughs> yeah, I think she was. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm going to look it up because I, I read that in her bio. Okay, look it up right now. If she was in the guiding light, how old? The guiding light is old. She was probably a child. No fucking way. I, I'm telling you. I'm dying right now. Stephanie, Gina thinks you were an actress in the guiding light, and maybe you were. She's looking it up right now. Let's see. Oh, I didn't make it up. The guiding light. Guiding Light's an old I know. soap opera. So old. I don't even think it was on when I was no. watching so soap she, operas. Maybe she was a child. <laughs> <laughs> okay, model, actress, known for the guiding light. Okay, let me see oh, the wait picture. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the wrong one. Has to be the wrong one. No, it says born in 1979. She's an actress known for guiding light. 1952. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but it's in what her bio. <laughs> okay, she is an actress known for guiding light. 1952. <laughs> she wasn't even born then. <laughs> what the f? See, I knew I read it, but I, I didn't you realize read it, it was but, 1952. Oh, Stephanie, this is freaking hilarious. <laughs> It says that. That is so funny. That is funny. I was like, I knew that was an old soap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, wait, she's in the guiding light. That's really And it funny. even had the date. If it didn't have the 1952. <laughs> yeah, and she was born in 79, so go figure. Oh, how that's she was on funny. the guiding light. Oh, my God. Anyway, we have our conversation with Stephanie on after this. It's a good, good, good lesson. So listen up, especially if you like traders. Also, I watched, so I do that little Saturday morning documentary. Like I'm going to, I watch a Is documentary on Saturday. Yeah, I put yeah. on the documentaries. And this last Saturday I watched Senior. It's the Robert Downey oh. Jr. one. I thought his dad was the one who got him introduced to drugs and everything. Did he? Yeah, well, they kind of go into that a little bit more. His dad, I didn't realize. I knew he was a director, but I wasn't sure. I mean, his stuff was fucking weird and wild. Oh, really? Like, we would have never seen. Maybe we saw one mainstream thing, but they were fucking weird and wild. And then the dad got into drugs, and Robert Downey Jr. was around. He didn't give him drugs, but he didn't, like... He was a witness to it. Right. He he didn't, you know, stop him. Mm. He was, like, a very free spirit. Uh, Robert Downey Sr. talks about how that was the worst part of his whole life was when he got into drugs and it was really bad. And how was, old is he now? In he, his seventies, he died. Oh, he's already at the dead. end of this. He dies. Oh, so recently? Yeah, it's really good and it's heartwarming and it's interesting because I just didn't know. All I knew was, isn't his father the one that introduced him to drugs? Same as you. Yeah. And yes, that's a part of it, but there's such a bigger story there. It's really, it's really well, I, sweet. I really like Robert Downey Jr. He's a little off uh, in his own little world. He is. And now you know why. Now once we know you why. See, once you see his father and what the movies his father made, you totally, it, Robert Downey Jr. seems totally normal compared to his dad. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching with Dan, we are both watching Yellowstone together. We have oh. dipped into Yellowstone. We're on season two. That's a commitment. It are is. Are you enjoying it? I do. I really like it. You love a Western. Um, I didn't know. I'm not like totally into Westerns, but I'm into like death killing. You know, mm. I love that kind of stuff. Like justice, <laughs> justice yeah. killing. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. I think somebody dies every episode. 
No joke. <laughs> no joke. At least one person dies so far. And we're okay. like, maybe episode three, season two. We'll I see. I mean, people they're love not gonna, it. They're not going to have any, any <laughs> actors left if they keep killing people. So. Bringing new ones in and <laughs> just to kill them off. Uh, let's talk about our Instagram stories this week. This is like our new little segment. Our Instagram stories of the week. Recap. A lot going on. Well, I feel like every week there's there's always something. Going on. So we got to talk about Robin and Juan mm. and her now admitting that she knew Juan cheated during the pandemic. And she'll tell you all about it on her Patreon. Yeah, under the paywall. People are really pissed. They're taking to Bravo going, how in the world can you allow this to happen? She should be fired. Um, she's been dragging this whole wedding storyline out for what two or three seasons now yep karen had the tea robin denied it denied it denied it and then threw mr blue eyes in the mix and blame shifted which i kind of believe that yeah there's something going on there's something with robin too or not robin with karen I mean, people are really pissed off about this. They're so, pissed off because Robin doesn't show her whole story. Yes. She's acting like, well, we're just waiting to get married. Well, no, the reason why she didn't get married right away is because she found out that Juan. Now, she doesn't think he cheated. So I can't even say she found okay. out Juan cheated. Well, and the story that that she tells on the I don't know if it, that was the Patreon one that people copied. I think that was on from what I understand, there wasn't a whole lot more that was told on Patreon that that was a way to get people to pay to listen, right? $5 or something. But on, on her and Giselle's podcast, she said basically that this lady was trying to blackmail Juan. He answered a DM. Because he was he bored. Was, he was bored. You know how guys are. And he was a little flirty with her, but nothing ever happened. She was... She was seeing another basketball player. So she was from Canada. She was coming to D.C. to see this guy. And when she got here, she got to her hotel... And she realized she didn't have her credit card to pay for the hotel. So Juan was so nice. He went down there and he paid for the hotel. And that's why there's receipts Mm -hmm. that this girl then came forward and said, here's the receipt. It's on his credit card. He was such a great guy that he footed the bill for her because he felt sorry for her. She had nowhere to go, nowhere to stay. Um, But he didn't stay there with her. He He didn't stay there. But then he also called like his brother or his cousin to come help her out, to get her wherever she needs to go. Who's coming here from Canada with no fucking credit card, no money? (laughs) I need help. And then Robin turns around and marries him. So he cheated when they were married. He cheated when they got back together, right? And then that supposedly is what postponed the wedding the last time. And then this happens... It's like it, it really, Robin, and mm-hmm. you're the first one to call out Karen and yeah. everybody else. Yeah. Demon Darby. <laughs> and the other thing is the other ladies knew it too. Giselle knew it. Of course Giselle and, knew it. Yeah, and Ashley knew it. So these now, ladies knew it, but they didn't say shit. Well, the fact that Ashley knew and didn't say anything is shocking to me. Why why wouldn't she say something? Because it's a real story and she doesn't want to mess with Juan and Robin. Chris and Candace mm. are the ones who are really pissed. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You let them go on this whole time making up stories about me when Juan was really over here doing this. Yeah, I would Bullshit. be pissed too. I Chris too. got a lot of it and so did Eddie in the last couple episodes. But Chris really got the brunt of it. Yeah. All that bullshit story with Ashley and then Ashley's friend and all this other crap. All of it was bullshit. We yeah. saw it was bullshit. I would be pissed too. I would be very pissed off. And Robin... Does she need to come back? 
No, no. What does she, she offer? She has no story. She she makes up shit. Now that we see this, she's covering up her real life. It's bullshit. She's never gonna. She's never gonna share. No, no. Karen really doesn't either, though. But she Karen. Doesn't. But Karen does a lot of other shit. Karen does a lot of other shit. <laughs> she's very entertaining. Robin's not entertaining. True. Robin's not fun. Karen's actually fun. Yeah, I'll give it to we'll her. Talk, we'll talk about Potomac this last episode. Um, is Mary Crosby really coming back to I don't, Salt Lake You know, City? I didn't post anything or repost anything because I'm to the point now where it's like, there's so much bullshit story out there and I don't want to be one of the, you know, hundred podcast accounts or Instagram accounts that just keeps reposting rumors. But right. until it's fact, we're not going to bother. I also don't think she would because... She's got some shady shit. We know she's fallen off the face of the earth, but she's going to come back after Jen Shaw stuff. Uh, I don't buy it. I don't think so. That's why until it it comes from Bravo or Andy himself, then it's just a rumor. Yep. Yep. Well, do we talk about Andy's doing the traders reunion? Do we even talk about that? We talked about traders. Yeah. That just came out today. Yeah. So he's going to be hosting the traders reunion, which is kind of odd. I'm not sure why. So. So is Peacock and Bravo totally connected now? Well, it's all NBC. It's all under the NBC umbrella. umbrella. It's going to be February 28th. So get watching Traders. I think most people who want to watch the show will have watched it by now. I think so. It's picking up steam like we were talking about. People are a little more interested in it now. Kate Chastain was on um, Watch What Happens Live. So people are talking about it more. Yeah. Well, and they have a lot of Bravo celebrities are on it. There's Kate. Brandy, Reza, Kyle. I think that's it for I Bravo. Think that's for Bravo, yeah. Pretty good representation. Yeah. And then of course Brandy went off to the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip and her and Carolyn Manzo get in some altercation. Now I've heard a little more. First we heard that Brandy was drunk and trying to kiss Carolyn and she didn't like it. Now I heard recently that possibly um, producers or somebody put in Brandy's ear to bring up Dina. You listened to the same podcast or uh, Sirius XM show that I did today. I, okay. Yeah. I knew I heard it somewhere. I listen to a lot. So I take a knowledge and don't know where I hear it. Yeah. Someone on the inside mm-hmm. kind of shared that that was the case that, and, and I'm, it wouldn't shock me. No. It no. wouldn't shock me. No, not at all. And it wouldn't shock me if Brandy did it. And It'll make for good TV. <laughs> and apparently it was on the last day of filming. So they were all going to yeah, leave but, anyway. Oh, that could have been on Jeff Lewis Live. Yeah. It was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now that I'm thinking about what I listened to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what is taking so long for all of these Ultimate Girls trips to be released? I don't know. So they've already got what? They've got two. How many have we seen? We've seen two, right? We've seen two. They already have the they have one. two in the can, yeah, right? Yeah, because they have Morocco. Wait. No, that was the Morocco one. The that one before that was, where did the girls go? It was another big trip. Thailand, I think. Yeah, I think Thailand. Right. So we we have two now that we're waiting to see. It, yeah. It's taking them too long because everything is out there. We already know what happens before we even are able to see the show. They need to drop them mm-hmm. sooner. They do. Too much leaks out. And then it's like we're watching and you already know what's coming. Is it? Do you think it's the editing, or are they just waiting for the right time to put it out? I, I mean, what's the right time? Though? I don't know. They're waiting for Miami to finish. It's going to go out on Peacock again, right? Yeah. So put it on Peacock. Why don't they put it on Bravo? Uh, they're trying to build up Peacock. I think. I mean, a lot of stuff. There on is Peacock. a lot of good stuff on Peacock. Yeah. I mean, it ends up on Bravo anyway. Yeah. It's just taking too long. It's taking too long, and I, I have agree. no patience. 
No, get it no. going. All right. I will just tell you quickly about The Bachelor. Yeah. What's happening with that? Um, are you interested or are you bored? I'm not bored. I like him. I think he handles himself really well. Remember Tajwan? She was from... Mm, uh, you would if you saw her. She was from one of the seasons and she also was on maybe two Bachelor in Paradises. So some of the girls come back to help with a segment. It's Tajwan, Victoria, Fuller, that's with Greg now. Yeah. And then one of the girls, oh, from way back when, I can't remember her name now. But anyway, those three come back and they kind of do this thing with the girl contestants. It's very nice. It's fine. It's no big deal. But then Tajwan is like, I think I like him. And I'm going to talk to him about staying. And there's not drama with these girls. They're still very nice to each other. There's a little bit of rolling eyes, but nothing mean. Mm. Everybody's pretty, pretty calm. And then Tajwan is kind of this shit stirrer. And they're like, what are you doing? Why are you back? And she's like, I like him. I think he's cute. I'm going to ask him if I can stay. I mean, like she came in hot. Mm. And then. So there's the shit stirring. Right. So Dan said they're he's going to let her stay because he let, you know, that we want this. We want a little something. But I was like, I don't think so. He's not like that. He doesn't want this kind of stuff. He likes it calm. And sure enough, he talked to her and he's like, you know, I already have enough ladies here that I really like. And I just don't think it's right. Oh, so, so he let he her let go. her fucking go. It was so great. Oh, it was really that's, good. That's that's a I was very proud of him. So that's what I like about him. He's holding his own. Okay. He's like, come to me with stupid shit like that. Bye. You're going home. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Well, that's good. Yeah. We do see some of the girls are starting to not like this girl, Christine. And she's the one that's a Mandrell. Christine Mandrell. They is had her it last a name. A daughter of the Mandrell? It's got to be a daughter of one of the Mandrell sisters. Hmm. They tacked her last name onto her name. So we can all see that, that she's, she's a, Mandrell. a Mandrell. Yeah. She also has a child at home. And he was very turned off by when she finally told him. He was like, oh, Okay. <laughs> I mean, I want a family, but oh, but all right. Now. And he even said, I, I don't know if like, that's quite shocking. <laughs> he's really honest. But then he kept her anyway. Okay. But it was, it's, he's, it's kind of refreshing a little bit. Okay. Well, maybe, you know, I may be overselling it, but maybe, <laughs> maybe you're overselling it a little bit when it it's gets not, whittled down. Here's the thing. It's not as bad as I thought, but it's still two hours. Correct. Of wasted but one, time. But one on Monday night, there's nothing on Mondays. Mm, not yet. Of course, you have your Traders BBC UK that you're all into. Yeah, I am into it. All right. Well, let's talk about Potomac because, you know, it's annoying now that we know this, but, you know, Robin's trying on wedding dresses, having a bachelorette party, this whole thing. Now oh, I feel like God. sickened by it. Yeah. And the fact that they're red wedding dress shopping. It, I mean, is she really going to wear a white dress, a long white wedding? I mean, this is such bullshit. You know she went, didn't they just go to the Justice of the Peace? No idea. I feel like they got married right away. Did we know when they got married? In August. So it was after filming. After mm-hmm. filming, they got married in August. How convenient. Mm-hmm. But while they're, I mean, this was such a bullshit setup. While they're sitting there and Robin's trying dresses on, Ashley can't wait to spill the tea about what happened with Wendy, Mia, and Candace when they all went out in Tulum. Mm-hmm. No, did they all go out or they were all back in someone's room? No, they were out. 
Okay. Or no, they no, they were they probably were back in, in no, they were room. back in the room because they were spread an eagle and everything. Ashley says that they hung out together and that Mia was admiring Wendy's physique, saying how attractive she was, that she was attracted to Wendy, which is a flip because she hated Wendy and now all of a sudden she's attracted to Wendy and that she was kind of acting like she was interested in her. So yeah. then they left together. And then Giselle said, did did Wendy like it? And she's like, well, Wendy was like taking the compliments. But, but they left together. Where did they go? Please. You think something happened between Wendy and Mia? I, I call I, bullshit I, on this whole story. I can't believe that it would. I mean. But she did say, didn't Mia say, that Wendy pat the puss? <laughs> that she showed her her vajayjay. And Mia said that Wendy wanted to touch it or something. And she was like, no, you can't do that. Something like that. There was something like that. Yeah. We haven't heard uh, Wendy's side of the story at all. She said that vaginas were shown between Mia and Wendy. And that Mia thinks Wendy wants her cookie. And Wendy touched it. Yes. I mean, Gina. Gina. I can't. I can't. Why? Unless you're interested in that person, which I just don't believe it. I don't believe Wendy would do that. But what are you touching? Like, I mean, unless you were getting into it with that girl. Like, you're just like, yeah, like let me just touch. I just, what does that feel like? <laughs> unless you're really going to, like, go further with that Wait, person. What are you touching Yeah, what are you for? touching? And why? What? Unless you're interested in going to go further. I just can't imagine sitting around in a hotel room having wanna a cocktail. Want to touch my going, cookie? Hey, do you want to see? What's yeah. it? No. Spread Nobody eagle. See? It's know. very it sounds strange. a little I, wild. They all like were like, yeah, that happened. I it's not shocking from Mia. We know that that's what she's into. Ashley, that but Wendy, I was a little surprised. And we don't know. We haven't heard from Wendy. We don't know. We haven't heard from Wendy, but Wendy has a career. She's yeah, got you I don't know, think that's gonna I, happen. I don't know. And maybe it maybe it did. I don't know. Well Mia said yeah, Mia that admitted to she wouldn't have done anything because Eddie she and wasn't G there. weren't there and basically she didn't have permission. So this stupid bachelorette party. <sighs> wow. I mean, I can't imagine anybody that age and maybe it's just me getting in a party bus and going to a female strip club for a bachelor party when you're almost 50 years old. No, wait, how old is Robin? She's in her 40s, right? Yeah, she's in her mid 40s. Yeah. That doesn't even seem fun to me. It's the pole dancing. And I was surprised that they went to a female strip oh, club female. and not like. Because that was going to be okay. It's like no big deal. It's just a lot of female, the girl on girl stuff. Lots of it. Like this whole episode, Wendy and Mia. Ashley, Ashley says she made out with, with Mia. Remember? She oh, told, right. She right, told right, right. Uh, Giselle that she made out with Mia. Well, I mean, good for them. Whatever. I just can't imagine a bunch of girls going to a female strip club. I mean, wouldn't you want go like to Magic Mike or something? <laughs> Maybe that's all they Thunder have there. Thunder down under something. <laughs> something. So Karen and Wendy were not invited. I'm sure they were fine with that. Can you imagine Karen here? Well, I know. And Ashley was the one to deliver that oh, message. Of she couldn't wait. Oh, but wait. Well, so when they get to the strip club, first of all, Giselle has a, a money gun. With obviously fake money in it. They're all dressed to the nines and they go and they're having a steak and fucking uh, lobster. It was that steak and lobster at a strip club thing. That's where Mia worked. That is not 
something I would think about ordering at a strip club. And it looked it's disgusting. So, it was so big and thick and saucy, buttery and like saucy. This. And they were drinking like crazy and then eating this heavy food. As it these women are stripping and in, in rubbing it against a pole in front of them. And I'm like, is that sanitary? It's almost like they were at the end of the night of drinking because they were wasted. They said they were very wasted. So they were so wasted. Then they were eating. Is that what it was? It was a lot. They were eating during the strip show. They don't just go hand in hand to me. If you're at a strip club, then you're ordering like wings and like <laughs> sliders or something. You're not. But remember, ordering remember we were laughing because Wendy's or uh, Mia said I was at a high class strip club that served steak and lobster. And look, apparently she wasn't lying. <laughs> okay, so when they were at the dinner table. They were asking Ashley about her relationship with Michael and what is happening. And she said they're trying to be cordial. They're keeping it light. She said he's not dating anybody. So like I'm not really dating anybody. And then Candace says, well, Chris saw him at his restaurant with another girl. And that shut Ashley up immediately. I mean, Michael's such a fucking liar. They're getting a divorce. They're separated right now. Why not just tell her the truth? Ashley's kind of going out on dates. Well, but, She's I pretending mean, she, to go out with Luke. Michael was cheating on her when they were married. So who cares? Let him go do his thing. Better him, someone else than you. So while they were all at the bachelorette party, Karen was busy writing a $10,000 check for 8,000 three-wick <laughs> three candles. <laughs> so it's so funny because there have been people that have had businesses that said, you, you don't do that. You have an account. You don't write the check. Karen clearly wanted everyone to see that she was writing a $10,000 check. Ray by her side. Ray there by her side, <laughs> not knowing what was happening, what was going on. So also at the table, this is when Cherie says that Karen, last time they were out together, Karen disappeared at the club and she has a reputation for getting drunk and fucking any dick that will come her way. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. In the bathroom. In the, at a strip club. In the bathroom. So then they talk about Blue Eyes. So supposedly Blue Eyes, we heard before, was her driver. And the reason why he was her driver is because she didn't have her fucking license because of a DUI. So the story is coming around. It's Karen. It's, Karen was wild. It's coming full circle. So maybe the she was dumb. in rehab and had her license revoked because she had a DUI or something. Went to rehab went instead to rehab, of going to jail or something. Had the blue eyes driver. And so now it kind of all makes now sense. Now it's a thing. Now it makes sense. That's why they all knew him. He was driving her everywhere. Did Ray hire him to drive her? Perhaps. Maybe. Maybe Ray's in on it. He knows what's going on. Hmm. <laughs> so we don't know. We ha- will. I understand at the reunion, Karen is pretty quiet. She doesn't um, say much of also, anything. So is fucking Robin she doesn't say anything about the story about her and uh, Juan and Juan and the lady and all that very strategic so this didn't come out until until that lady showed until the lady show receipts but after the reunion, the reunion was, filmed. was filmed so they kept it under wraps until then so and that's why everybody was it. even more pissed she said she didn't bring it up on the show because she thought one of the ladies would and when they didn't she just didn't talk about it they were all in cahoots. I don't know. Let's pro- Why are they protecting Robin so much? I don't understand the protection of Robin. They don't protect anybody else. No, they don't. That's why I'm so shocked that Ashley didn't spill yeah. it. They also, they didn't protect Giselle when Giselle's men were all running around cheating on her. No, Jamal. Michael, they don't protect, they don't protect any of 
the ladies with their relationships. So no. why protect Robin so much? Good question. No, no one is really untouchable. No. Except Robin. Except apparently. Robin, apparently. All right. But Karen yeah. knew. Karen knew the Karen whole time. Karen knew something. Karen let the little now, what, nuggets I want to know. <laughs> don't you want to know what the girl looks like? Does she look like Karen with blonde hair? Did she have blonde hair? Do we know who she is? No. Mm. I'd like to know. Me too. Is she blonde? That's what uh, I want to know. Exactly. Is she blonde? Exactly. All right. Salt Lake City. It was part two of the two-part reunion, which I thought was going to be three, but it didn't need to be. No. It was just a whole lot more of Heather deflecting and backing Jen, even though Jen was talking shit about her. It was Heather not forgiving Whitney with no real reason for not forgiving Whitney. Heather says it's because she holds Whitney to a higher standard than Jen, which is such bullshit. Yeah. So you hold Jen to a lower standard, but let you let, but forgive you're her. You're going to forgive her. And be but her you're friend. not going to forgive Whitney because you hold Whitney. To, so you accept any bullshit that yes. Jen throws your way because you don't hold her to a very high standard. I mean, the whole the whole thing with Heather, it just pissed me off. It, I do like how Andy kept calling her on it. Like, yeah, why is it that you will not forgive Whitney? Whitney was trying. Also, I believe every word out of Whitney's mouth. Andy says, it seems like we had a different Heather this season. What was going on? She's like, well, I was writing my book and all these things were coming up and everything was very heavy. And so, you know, I'm in litigation with the church about my book and all this stuff. And then did you see Lisa came out later and was like, listen, it's just because of the name Bad Mormon. They're not suing her for her fucking book. No. They're suing her for the name, the trademark Bad Mormon. Yeah. So she makes it sound like they're coming after her for what she said in the book. And that's absolutely not true. Well, the whole thing was like a a poor me situation where she kept saying, it's, you know, my past and I'm struggling because, you know, this goes against everything that the Mormon church is about and the way I was raised and boo-hoo, boo-hoo, Then why write the books? You don't, you you see her out there. In fact, she was posting today because it was on the New York Times. I don't think it was on the bestseller list because it hasn't really come out yet. Um, I think it's in pre-sale. But New York Times did an article about the bad Mormon. She's pushing this fucking bad Mormon book all over the place. In any way she can spin it, She's taking full advantage. And I feel like that's exactly what she did in this reunion. It's just the book, the book, the book, poor me. Yeah. I've been through so much. And well, Whitney ugh. was right. She came in as the victim because she knew she was going to get pounded on. Yeah. So she came in all subdued and quiet and just trying to respond. By the way, her bottom lip was twice as big as her top. I don't know what she did. I don't know. Was was it the injections got extra on the bottom, but it was beauty looked, lab and laser. Yeah. It looked like it was uncomfortable. Then when the husbands come in, that was kind of a whole lot of nothing. It Who was cares? nothing it was at John all. John and Seth trying to make up whatever. And then we find out that Jen solicited money from the ladies for her legal fees. Now that was a hot piece of news. And then Andy said, like, did any of you guys give money or something like that? And then Heather said, well, I know somebody on the couch did. And we're all thinking, well, it had to be Meredith. And then she yeah. said, well, not on the couch now. It was Angie Harrington. Although Heather, I mean... um, Meredith did not deny. Oh, wait, didn't. Oh, no. Heather said she would have. Or Lisa even said, well, I would have before I knew that she was well, fucking no. guilty. Heather said that she didn't because she couldn't do that to her kids, which I didn't really understand what that meant. Yeah. You're right or die for Jen. You're not going to give her money because of your kids, but yet you're going to look bad. Would it look bad for her kids? I don't understand. I didn't understand the kid part unless it was like, 
I need the money for my kids. Isn't but how ha- much money were you going to give Jen Shaw? Well, and how much were they? So they were going around to their friends soliciting money for her case when she knew she was going to plead guilty. Well, she didn't know she was going to plead guilty. I think that was a last minute decision. Once they came down to, we've got this on you. Make the decision now. You will get lesser time if you plead guilty. That's why she did it. I I don't know. I mean, it was all so So, so there, what happened to the money? She didn't spend it on trial. Is she giving it back? Hell no. She's got to pay those poor victims. Do you think the money for the legal team she, will go towards her... Rest, what is it called? Restitution. Restitution. Listen, Jen Shaw... And now, I'm sorry, Coach also is in the same bucket as Jen biggest shysters around he knew and who said that he would always seem too nice and too that friendly was, um lisa oh yeah lisa said no that. no no it was, it was whitney. whitney it was whitney you know he was always very nice always very up but it was almost he was too nice also meredith not being able to explain how she feels about jen and you know i don't have to explain to anybody how I feel about Jen right now. And Lisa's like, are you kidding? Last season, you were totally against Jen, saying that she was a criminal, saying all the shit. Now you're backing her? And she's like, I don't have to explain to you, Lisa. Lisa's like, you were the one getting pissed that we were following or being friends with Jen last season. You were against her, and now you're for her? Yeah, and Andy said, you have nothing to say about it. You know, she was arrested. You were surprised that she was arrested. Are you afraid? Are you afraid that if you say something that she's going to come after you? Yeah. That was where he even said, he goes, it's wild to me. You have no comment. Yeah. It is wild. It's completely wild. She totally flipped. So I don't know. She said she's not the judge or jury. Um, I can't speak for Jen's innocence or guilt. Well, nobody's asking you to. We're asking what's your opinion of Jen right now. She won't say. She won't. Yeah. She's trying to stay out of everything. And she and then she doesn't say anything. Well, again, like, nothing. She gives does us nothing. She gives she us does nothing. nothing. I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe Mary Crosby's coming back. We don't know for sure. But it's kind of falling apart at the seams because Meredith is adds nothing. Lisa is only friends with Whitney. Whitney is only really friends with Lisa because she's not talking to Heather. So who who is left? They're n- none of them are friends. Heather, I heard her say on something that there are new people she doesn't know they're not her friends because she's gone through her friends i don't know well, like you don't have very my, many friends then, yeah apparently. I mean, there's nobody on so also when they ask heather about you know coach shaw she's like i don't know about coach shaw and jen's relationship i don't know anything about it it's like you're one of her best friends you don't know about your best friend and her husband's relationship now you know nothing you forget because of the blackout like, and then she's doing this whole shame thing. I'm still just sho- so ashamed that I blacked out and got the black eye. Oh, shut up, Heather. Please. And Heather does know about their relationship. I, You of know, I don't think that Jen totally opens up to Heather, but I don't think she opens up to anybody except her very tight inner circle. I think she portrays how she wants to portray to different people. I don't know. But, There's been so many rumors about Coach Sean Jen that they both have had affairs, that they're just, it's kind of a thing of convenience at this point right who knows but then when andy said do you have any what's your biggest regret of the season and heather said her biggest regret is blacking out and getting a black eye and then (sighs) even whitney was like geez i really thought you might have said the end of our friendship 
geez. No, she was, and then she just looked at her like she mm. shrugged her shoulders. She, yeah. yeah, like meh, no. Like honestly, she was a was cold she, bitch. Was she on something? Now that I think about, it, she was so calm. Even Lisa said she's being weird. Like, what is the matter with her? Maybe. She could have been on something. Maybe. Oh my God. Special K. She's on <laughs> fucking Special K. Everybody knows about Special K. I don't even know what that does to you. Is that the horse <laughs> tranquilizer or something? <laughs> I have no idea. Ketamine. 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 We don't know. Yeah. Let's talk about Miami. This is so, There's, so good. It's wild how much goes on in Miami. Oh, I, we've got to be getting to the end because they've already filmed the reunion. The true, reunion true. looks came out today. Yeah, probably just a few more episodes. Um, we caught up on two. Jeez, I, I don't know about Alexia. I I was uh, not a I fan. Was not a fan. Really getting pissed off, and then I was messaging with our friend Rit, and I said I cannot stand Alexia right now. She is she's talking over people. She doesn't let anybody explain. She keeps going. She keeps going. And he said she's like Teresa Giuducci. Judice. Judice. Who's Judice? I don't know. Judice. Well, Judice. You know, well they all say it. it. Okay, Judice. Yeah, there's been a lot of comparisons between her and um, Really? Somebody Teresa. said they looked alike. They're getting the same. On Watch um, What Happens Live, she got that. Oh, she did? Uh-huh. Last oh, night. Real? Oh, I didn't see it last night. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but no, I don't it's like not her a compliment. either. She's very controlling. And her husband? Oh, okay. We'll talk about it, but... So we had last week, which was Nicole's engagement party, part two. And Nicole was still pissed about Larsa, saying that she slept with all the doctors in the hospital. And that just kind of carried that forward. That carries through. And then Alexia brought the attorney to her penthouse so that they could all help Lisa with what's going on between her and Lenny. Well, and then we got the view of Lenny coming home. Oh, yeah. And going straight to the room, which was very strange because he hadn't been home in a few days. He doesn't go to see his kids. No. He goes straight up to the room. She even says, I'm miked. And he's like, I don't want to talk to you. I want nothing to do with you. Don't you know that I'm just looking out for you? You want to have the attorneys take care of this. You need to just listen to me. I'm trying to help you. Don't you get it? Don't you get it? He's a dick. Fucking asshole. No, she does get it. That's why she's not giving in to you, you piece of shit. Yeah, it was pretty bad. He doesn't give a shit. So at the lunch, those two, the husband-wife attorney come in. Oh, God, this just went sideways very quickly. Well, yeah. And I think Nicole handled it poorly. I mean, she was rude. She threw her Amex card at the attorney because Alexia was complaining that it was her dime. And, you know, they were there to answer questions about Lisa and the divorce situation. And so they can give her good advice and then Nicole wants to know about defamation of character. And so she throws the am. It was rude toward the attorney. It was rude towards the attorney. However, Alexia was the one saying, don't talk about your kind of stuff. He's $700 an hour. That's why she went up and got the Amex card and goes here. Yeah. take Now, that. it was rude towards the attorney. But he the looked wh- like a deer in the headlights. He was just like, get me out of here. He, I don't want to be wasn't, here. And it also wasn't just that. It was that they were yelling at each other in front of him oh, and uh, her. Terrible. Alexi was just as bad. Alexi was standing up yelling at Nicole, going on and on and on. She wouldn't shut up. Like, Alexia doesn't fucking shut up. No, because she has to have the last word. Yes. And she just kept going, going. So she was embarrassing herself. Nicole should not have thrown the... The Amex. It wasn't a throw. It was a drop. Here. Here's it. And he's like, whatever. He was in the middle of something, obviously. You know, it he was, was just awkward. There. It, it was, was awkward. It was very awkward. But then Alexia. So then 
Adriana comes and she's the most calm, mild mannered person because if what happened to her happened to me, I would be fucking pissed. Same. So Alexia is accusing uh, Adriana's boyfriend of being married. And in fact, he wasn't married. She finds out later that she just didn't scroll down far enough on the court records, on the court records Mm -hmm. to see that the divorce was finalized. So she kind of keeps going with this whole thing with Adriana and then tells Adriana, Oh yeah, I know he's not married. I I didn't scroll down far enough. Never apologizes to no, her because she never says, says anything. Because then she says when he was at the party, that boyfriend addressed Alexia and said, "Well, you're spreading lies about me that I'm married. Here's my paperwork." She goes, "I don't give a shit about your paperwork. Don't talk to me that way." <laughs> so she was saying to Alexia, "Oh yeah, I don't care that he's not married, but you're dating an asshole, a rude, disrespectful asshole." I'm like, "Are oh. you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> she will will not apologize ever. No, and Adriana would took it so well. I mean, she was pissed, but she was like, you you know, you shouldn't have done that. Okay, so let's go to the next day at the gringo lunch where the ladies bring their gringo husbands. Which, I don't know, is that appropriate? Well, they said it was okay. They said they can call their husbands gringos. I guess, if, they're, if, the, if the gringos are okay with it. the gringos, it. yeah, they don't seem to care. So they're sitting around the table, and I guess Alexia brings up the fact that, well, I was pissed at you, Nicole, because you embarrassed me in front of our friend, the attorney. And she was like, well, I didn't mean to. I just had a question for them. So then it started again. It started building up. And Alexi's like, I was mortified. He thought it was the most disrespectful thing in the world. And he was going on and, and she was going on and on. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole's husband or fiance, Anthony, Anthony, he says, well, I'm so sorry. Let's get his, um, let's get his address and send him some flowers or some chocolates. He was being kind of funny. It was, yeah. it was. I took it as being kind of funny. Like, oh, okay. Ooh, he was so horrified and mortified by what my wife did. Oh, God. And then the boyfriend, or Alexis's husband, just fucking goes off. Todd, yeah. He, he, was, he was crazy. Are you kidding me? This guy works for a big firm. You have two employees. Your, your cheap-ass little firm. I don't, like, wait a minute. What the fuck do you do <laughs> for a living? He's. In, I think he's in real estate. And he kept calling Anthony. And this kid... And I'm like, this kid, he was was disrespectful. It was so He was kind of like Alexia in male form. He said, um, he's a professional attorney. He doesn't splash billboards everywhere. Oh, ooh, that makes you professional because you don't have billboards or that you're in a big firm. That that means nothing. That means you're a little a little cod in a big firm. It's because Anthony has the billboards. He's got the law firm on the plane, and that husband was out of line. He was fucking out of line because it was my friend. He was so offended. Please get over it. Is he have that thin of skin? These Alexis was more offensive than Nicole. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think so. I think that Amex card was just being silly. It was just being, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. And poor Steve, Marisol's, you know, spiritual husband and um, Gertie's husband were just like, oh, God. Brutal. What else happened? Oh, Marisol and um, Alexia go to the what they call the fat doctor. That gives people a little shot of something. Yeah, I wonder what that is. Ozempic or Manjaro. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's definitely more than a B12 shot. I can tell you that. (laughs) They said they just called it. They called it the fat burning shot. Yeah, the fat burning shot. This is my fat. Also, uh, Marisol, it's her fat burning doctor, but she doesn't use him for anything. She stops by for cocktails. Also, she didn't eat at the gringo dinner. No, she said, I'm Hmm. just drinking my dinner. I wonder why. Because she had the fat burning shot. Oh, (laughs) 
She had no she's appetite. She's so fucking skinny. She's always been skinny. But then at the fat burning doctor, he said, oh, I have some freshly squeezed watermelon juice and a little bit of vodka, just like you like it. Ugh, oh, God. enough already. Lock her away somewhere. <laughs> My God, if this is real, you people have not been looking out for your friend. No, and I, that's why I, she doesn't ever act like she's wasted. So I don't does. believe it. She never does. It's, it's, it's a character thing. <laughs> it's a character thing. Um, and then also Lisa... Um, her personal trainer dropped her because Lenny has him training the girlfriend now. Can <laughs> you believe such... that? Did you see the news today that Lenny said that Lisa's not letting him see the kids? Oh, yeah. I saw something Please. like that. You think he really wants to see those kids? No. I think what it is and what I heard was that she is saying, you can see my kids, but not in my house with your girlfriend you take them and go off on your own. I don't want the girlfriend around. She doesn't. She can say that. They're her kids. She can totally say that. And I don't really believe that he wants to see the kids all that much because he didn't even see them when they were at home. No. He, he, he went, went right upstairs. He by, kissed them on the head, and away he went. Yeah. So I was listening to um, a podcast today that we're talking about Lisa and Lenny's prenup and what that entailed. And mm. she really got the screw job. I don't know why in the world she ever signed that thing. Oh, and the other thing was, I guess on his website for his um, plastic surgery business, he has on there that he's the celebrity boob god. Didn't he remember before when you would call it, it would say, yeah, the, the I'm recording, the, you know, uh, doctor to the celebrities. Celebrity, yeah. Celebrity, celebrity plastic boob. surgeon. Oh, God. So apparently in this prenup, she would get, because they were married for 13 years, she would get like $2.1 million is what is all she would get. Well, it caps off? Yeah, based on their years of marriage. He is giving her, or it said in the prenup, that her, she would get an allowance of $1,000 per week during the marriage to use. However, the amount of time to vacate the home, she supposedly only has 30 days. So if they were to get divorced, she would only have 30 days to vacate the home. It's all in the prenup. So it says that in the prenup? Yes. Because remember the attorney guy, they asked, does she have to leave the home within 30 days? They're like, no. Well, now we know it's part of the prenup. That's why he was saying that. And then um, she would only get $10,000 temporary support for a maximum of six months. And then that, once the final judgment comes down, whatever he's paid to her as temporary support is deducted from the $2.1 So I don't know why i mean this is a real shitty deal for her i don't know why she would ever sign this i think i think she should fight that tooth and nail well yeah prenups you can poke all kinds of holes in. yeah that doesn't make sense that she would sign something like that there's no cheating thing in there no well he no it's he wrote it his attorney wrote it and she signed it like three days before the wedding Mm, under duress probably that's bullshit so what's what's the uh for the kids what does she get i don't know what the child support works out to be but it's just wow that's that's all you're getting not much she probably looked at it and saw the one million two million and thought that sounded like a lot until she realized oh shit i have to live off that for the rest of my life in my with my lifestyle two millions not and what is she gonna do i I don't know because i think she was the face of his plastic surgery business um so she was doing stuff for him so now he's got someone well, new. That was kind of a stupid move on her part then. Very to sign dumb. something like that. Very dumb. Hmm. Um, okay, so Family Karma, did you watch? I did, of course. So did you see Watch What Happens Live with Anisha? Yes. And the comments that she made? Mm-hmm. So Monica Vishal and Amrit did an Instagram live to address Anisha's oh, comments. what'd they say? 
Well, Amrit thinks that it's odd for Anisha to say that the the Institute of Marriage is obsolete, given that she gave her boyfriend an ultimatum to propose by Cinco de Mayo, or she was moving on. Oh, she said that? Yeah. I don't remember her saying the Institute of Marriage is obsolete. On Watch yeah, What Happens Live, yeah, she yeah, did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when she was on there and she said, who do you, I think Andy asked her who who will last right, and who won't last. Right. And she said she didn't think any of them would last, you know, in 10 years. And then she said, well, I don't think the Institute of Marriage is, um, it's obsolete anyway. And I'm like, well, well then why would she get married? married? Oh, see, I didn't remember her saying that. Wow. Yeah, that would, that's a weird comment. Yeah. So they were all very confused by her comments, but it doesn't sound like she's friends with anybody except no. Bali. Yeah, it's odd because in this, I mean, obviously she's moved. She lives somewhere else. So but that makes sense. why even make those comments? I don't know. It's just mean. Just stir shit up. Yeah. So Risha and Vishal finally go to the courthouse. Finally. But when they get there, they realize, oh shit, you have to like fill out the paperwork and wait three days. So then they had Amri get his license to marry online. So he did it at the house. But okay, isn't Risha an attorney? Yeah. She doesn't know this stuff? But that's just in the city, that courthouse that you have to wait three but days. Don't Normally you, you don't. Don't you research this stuff You before? would think, oh, she gave it to Vishal to do. Well, that was her that, first that was mistake. Her, <laughs> she should know better than that. That was her first mistake. Um, so it's done. Yeah. And then they have um, Holy Day. So they go and they celebrate that. They had another. That was the other big celebration. That, they had of the holy, holy, the big party, barbecue, beach oh, that party. Was the pre-one. And now they have the this actual the, holy yeah. day. Let's go back because Amrit and Nicholas met with Amrit's mom and dad and the officiant, who's a woman, the priestess, the priestess, and she's going to do tons of different things. She's going to do stuff for Nicholas. She's going to do stuff for Amrit. They seem very in tune. Amrit made it sound like his parents were going to be a pain in the ass and hard to deal with. And they were perfectly fine with everything. Yeah, they they don't care. They said, this is your wedding. But I think Amrit was putting those thoughts into Nicholas's head. And Nicholas is going, this is my wedding too. And they're like, yeah, it is. Yeah. So I think Amrit's the one that's caught up on all this. I think Amrit's mom said to him, it's your wedding too. She did. So Bali's parents even think she should move in with O'Malley. They 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 want want her out of that I mean, I would too. Like we said, it's a small house, but she doesn't want to go. She's not ready to go live wherever he's at. It's a small little town. Also, this shows her income, so she needs this. And the but show she's films a very there. small part of the show. <laughs> I mean, she's not one of the main cast members. Would no. you, do you think? No, she probably gets very, very little. Okay, so at the Holly celebration, everybody was having fun. It was very cute. They were throwing colors on even the crew members. I love that. Yeah, they definitely incorporate a lot of the behind the scenes, fourth wall breaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Brian, he's such a shitster. I don't know. Do you think he does it on purpose? He just can't keep his mouth shut when he I, knows something. I, yeah, I, I don't think he can help it. So he tells Anisha that Amrit and Vishal are saying that she's setting herself up for failure with the new guy and having the time stamp of getting engaged by Cinco de Mayo. However, she did get engaged and she's even married now. But right. why did Brian have to say that? What is Brian trying to start here? Well, I guess it's part of the show. Get, yeah, he's, he's get, trying he's to get some air rolling. Time. Yeah. Um, okay, what about Risha's date with Monica? He tells her that was so I have bad. a big date. Why did he do that? With the roses and the champagne. I didn't realize the she gondola. didn't drink. Oh, yeah, she's never drank. The gondola ride. And it, it looked like it was so uneventful and so boring because they go out, they tool around a little bit, they come back, and she's like, well, all right, I guess 
I guess that's it. And they get out and they're done. He says to her, yes, um, the gondola lady said that a lot of people use this to get engaged. Oh, don't say that. And don't then say he's that. like, and then he tells us, but I knew she wouldn't like that. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? So you do this? It was a bad choice of a date. It just shows how immature he is and how he really doesn't get it. He's clueless. <laughs> now, there was a picture of them at some event and they weren't sitting next to each other. So somebody said, did they break up? Don't know. Didn't we say they did? We thought that they I did. I think they did. After this move, bye. Well, and the community is such a big part of their relationship. And that's what she's so worried about is the community and what's the community going to say. And everybody's talking about it in the community. And it's like, Jesus, there's so much pressure. There is a lot of pressure, but he's in that same community. So he gets the pressure. But I don't think it bothers him. Well, Does it? I mean, clearly not. When he takes her on this big gondola, looks like he's going to propose and he doesn't do anything. It was, I it don't was know. horrible. Her, that, that's why they didn't want to post pictures uh, because they were worried yeah. about the community. Yeah. They're all going to think I got engaged, so I can't post any pictures. Okay. So below deck, they get the new uh, deck stew, who's still going to be a crossover between the inside and the outside. But guess what? He actually does his job and he's good at it. Tyler, <laughs> I know. He's so cute, too. From South Africa. His sexuality is fluid, so that's going to be fun. He seems really easygoing, jumps right in. He's a hard worker. Mm hmm. Something new for the, <laughs> yes. for the for the decks do. Um, they go out to dinner. Ben gets a text from Camille and she shows up at the dinner. So awkward. It was weird. Alyssa was spiraling, but let, let's back it up because the guests on board, the pre- they had a pregnant, um, two pregnant guests. Yes. And this woman had to eat every 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, eat a cracker for God's sake. She was wanting a meal every 30 minutes. You don't get that fucking hungry. No. I think I, that was for show. It, it had to be. It could not be as often as... Because they had big meals. Right. And also bring bring little snacks. When, when we travel, we bring snacks. Oh, yeah. And we're not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> we have to eat every 15 minutes, but we bring snacks. We bring our own snacks. <laughs> and then freaking Captain Sandy telling Rachel, although Rachel is lagging in the speediness of her meal preparation. So she tells her, keep it to three courses, which you should always keep it to three courses because you can't... That galley's not that big. No. And, and it's she like, any help. she was doing five to seven courses, which was just ridiculous. Yeah. Just make three big ones. There's no sous chef. You just need <laughs> to keep it simple. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Camille shows up at their at their restaurant. Ben is like so excited. God, they're Alyssa, making out. Alyssa's pissed. And who cares, Alyssa? She's not coming back on the boat. She like spirals though. Yeah, She's she like does. out of control. She does. And then Ross gets completely <gasps> shit faced. Uh, it was it was an ugly, messy, yes. drunk. Yes. He could barely stand. He was eating and it was disgusting Slurring and, and uh, can't so, keep his eyes open. He can't speak. Uh, I, that's the worst. So so what does Katie do? They go back, they go take a shower together and have sex. Well, she wanted him to move in to her cabin when the new Dex do came and he had every excuse. Under the sun I mean, for why what he a, couldn't do it. What a bad idea. Also, Frazier should have said, no, that's not happening. But actually, she works for Ross. I forgot. I forgot Katie works for Ross. Katie works for Ross, but she's bone in her boss. said, no, I can't. Frazier wants me to be with him. And it just every excuse. And it's for the better, Katie. It's for the better. And also the new stew it has like OCD. And so his, yes. he likes things clean. And Katie's a fucking mess. And so he's already having a hard time in the room. I really like, I really like him. Kate Chastain and Katie from Below Deck were both on Watch What Happens Live. You can't even tell 
that Kate's pregnant. No. And we don't know who the father is or anything. She's not mm-hmm. talking about it. it does she? But or she she's did even say in a Katie, well, um, relationship. She said something about, well, you're not coming to my wedding. Oh, so is she getting married? Is she uh, with I, someone? I guess she is. It's very secret. Very, very secret. Very, very secret. Although Katie didn't really, I mean, she was pretty flat on Watch What She was really life. flat. And they know each other from like Florida or something. Yeah. Yeah, she gave nothing. She was nervous or awkward or something was mm-hmm. up. All right, let's finish off with maths. This was boring. This episode, only one thing was exciting. It was boring. I mean, it's a lot of honeymoon. So they're on their honeymoon in Jamaica. It, there just wasn't a whole lot to it. It doesn't really get going until they, they start get home. moving in together. Or a day like four or five. So the only thing, all the couples are getting along. They're learning about each other. There was this like crickets and shit in the background that oh, was so yeah. distracting. With Chris, Kirsten and um, Shaq, right? Yeah, I, was, I was like, what is that? I thought it, it was, was something. them and also another couple that was having dinner at night. I can't remember which one. And I kept pausing it because I was like, what is that noise? <laughs> but it was the on the TV. <laughs> so the only... Clinton, oh, Gina, Gina and Clint. So now I kind of know why Clint said what he says next oh, week. Totally. I mean, he probably still shouldn't have said it, but Gina was mean. So she says to him, you know, they're kind of getting along at this point. They're hanging out. And then she just says, you know, I'm not feeling this overwhelming physical chemistry with you. And he's just sitting there. He goes like, yeah, yeah, I kind of feel the same. Sure he does. He was just kind of saying how much he liked her. Then she says... I think it can grow over time, but the one thing is I don't really vibe with redheads or gingery features. Not to say that you're not attractive, but, you know, just not my thing. Wow. <laughs> like, what the hell is he supposed to do with that? His face just dropped. I just mean, dropped. she could say that to us and the cameras, but why say it to him? It, There's yeah. nothing he could do about his gingery features. <laughs> No, that was that was mean. It was mean. So now I get why next week when they're talking about things with the couples, he says, well, she didn't want a redhead. I didn't, you know, I'm used to dating somebody who's a little more fit. Well, I, I, mean, think he, I think he said, I'm not used to dating a full figured. Oh, I thought he said somebody that's a little thinner and more fit. Oh, is that what or he something said? Something like that. I don't know. We'll see. There's something we'll see. to do with her weight. Yes. But then she says, to him, like in the previews, she was like, that is wrong and you need to apologize. He's like, I you're taking what I said wrong. Well, I mean we we hear it, but we'll see. Next Can't week should comment. be should be way more fun. Can't comment. Also, Kristen in shock. I think she's like Fort Knox. Like she won't loosen up. She says you don't need to stop talking at me. I feel like he's being so open and he's trying so hard, and she just has her walls up. That I didn't. I don't. I know. don't gather he's speaking that way to her at. Oh, I don't either. She's I mean, we haven't seen it. it at least. Yeah, she's not cracking. And then the other couples, Jasmine and Eris. Eris ja- is very fixated on sex. God. And she's kind of uncomfortable with it. Kind of uncomfortable. He tells her that um, he's never been in love, which is a red flag for her. He dated somebody for one and a half years and was never in love never with her. Never in love. But this isn't abnormal for men or even guess, women on mass. There's been several that have never had been long, in love. And had long-term relationships and have never fallen in love with um, that And then Chris and Nicole, everything is butterflies and rainbows still. And then Dominique and McKinney, this isn't, he's like totally into her boobs. Ugh. And we see next week, is it next week where she kisses Clint? 
What? Yes. You Wait, haven't seen that? No. Yes. She makes out with Clint? Kisses him at the hatchet throwing. I don't know what Like or on the why. lips? Yeah, they showed it. They showed oh, a clip. And he doesn't like it. Well, I well, can imagine. I don't know the reason behind it. If it was a mm. dare or if you, you know, if you throw the hatchet into the bullseye, you've got to kiss Clint. I don't know what the deal is or why, but she kisses Clint on the lips. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So we'll see. I mean, it's, you know, it's we're only going. a couple episodes yeah. in. We don't, we haven't seen the professionals yet. No. And no couples are broken up yet. So we're Not on yet. it. We have a good start. Not yet. <laughs> But they will. They will. Somebody somebody will break up. Probably Clint and Gina. Well, yeah. And I think we see Dominique and Dominique packing up her stuff too. Really? Yeah. How do you not see Yeah. I don't know. I saw Dominique and get very pissed at him. And she had a box with her shoes on the top and she was walking out of the apartment. Oh, that's later on. Okay. I thought you meant yeah, yeah, the honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Not, not yet. Does she kiss Clint during the honeymoon? I don't think so because it looks like well, they're almost done with the honeymoon, but I think it's, they're throwing hatchets somewhere. So I'm, I'm guessing it's back in Nashville. Okay. Seems Ooh. like a Nashville thing to do. Yeah, throwing hatchets. Throwing hatchets. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> that is it for our shows this week. Right now, we will have our interview with Stephanie Kendrick. Yep. Hope you enjoy. And yes. don't forget to follow us on Instagram, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, five stars only. And um, hashtag if you can me. <laughs> um, and you can still order our Lanor Grail products at 20% off. Just put in our code DWD20 at checkout and get 20% off your order. I just reordered a supply yesterday. Excellent. Yep. I have it all. Uh, I have every single thing. Yeah. No, I'm just using it all and enjoying it. Um, all right. Enjoy our interview with Stephanie. We are so excited to have with us today, Stephanie Kendrick from, I mean, I remember you from Survivor, then you were in Snake in the Grass, then the new show, The Traitors, which is airing on Peacock. Me and Gina just finished it. We're obsessed. Actually, Gina downloaded the BBC version because now she wants to watch the UK version. I am watching the UK version and it's crazy how aligned the two are. I wasn't expecting them to be so aligned, but they're exactly the same welcome stephanie hey ladies thanks for having me thanks for being here (laughs) thank you yeah we're not a cooking show we have to tell people that we're (laughs) not a cooking show i see that i love it with your little wine over there with the wine (laughs) obviously i know you because i'm a day one survivor fan okay you've been on survivor three times the first time you were on you you did very well, but you got off and you went right back in. I don't even know if you went home. You went right back in and played the season right after that. That was nuts. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the first time or one of the first times they, they'd ever done that. And I did, was not expecting that. And I went back into pharma. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to go back home and I'm going to get another, I'm going to get a job. Because, you know, you have to quit your job because you're gone for so long. And I get my life back. I did Survivor. That was really cool. But, you know, I didn't win. And, you know, I wasn't on there to just try to become famous or anything like that. I wasn't moving to L.A. It was nothing like that. Like, I was like, all right, back to normal life. Let's go. You know, you graduate college, you get a job. That's how it is where I'm from. So I remember my interview. They're like, you're you're not going to leave for a reality show again or anything like that. Or I'm like, no. And then literally Survivor called. I could not even believe it. I was barely through training. And it was like too good of an opportunity to pass up. I was, you know, in my 20s, I was like, 
I, I have unfinished business here. Like, I want to go back on the show and freaking kick butt. So I did. You kicked and ass. You are you were one I, of the toughest competitors. That's why I always loved you. Not only were you freaking gorgeous, like the abs, like no, uh-oh. and still, still you look the exact same. But you had such a competitive nature. Well, thank you. But I, I mean, I went back because I, I really wanted to kick butt. I, it wasn't saying that I did kick butt, but I, I meant like I, I went back and I, I was just right out of the jungle. Like mentally, I wasn't even normal yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I'd been home like not even six months and boom, I was back out there. So it's kind of funny because I, I did end up doing well. Like I went to the end. Of course, I didn't win. But I there's so much I don't remember. Because mentally, I wasn't there. I had to rewatch that whole season over, like, COVID with my kids to even, like, remember it. Did you remember as you were rewatching it? Yes, yes. But they would say, like, do you win this challenge? Do you, do you win? Or are you going to travel count? I'm like, I, I, don't rem- I don't know. And then once it would air, I was like, oh, God, yeah, I remember that. Like, it was freaking weird. Like, I must have totally blocked it out because it, I guess it was really traumatic to go, like, back to back like that. It's, like, a lot on your body, like, mentally, physically. <laughs> yeah. And... I mean, I did it because, you know, when you're in 20s, you just think, like, you're freaking invincible. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, luckily, I did go to the end. I was shocked about that, actually. But I had to play a really tough game. Like, I had to, like, stab people in the back and do a lot of things that I probably normally wouldn't do. But I was like, wow, I'm a huge, like, target. I have to freaking play this game or I'm out of here. Like, that's, for a yeah, that's what it's all about. So how long were you on the second time? You said you made it till the she end. Till the very end. It was her and the so final. And actually, I don't, when I looked up who the girl is you went against, I don't even remember her. So that's what happened. So I was the runner-up. I didn't win. And what happened was, like, when our teams kind of combined, this girl, Danny, she just kind of flew under the radar. And she thinks, she used to call herself the stealth bomber. And I'm like, no, 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 you just like, you literally just flew under the radar and skated by. He's like, you weren't the stealth bomber because you didn't really make any major moves. You just, it didn't matter who I was up against. I was losing because I had to really play a tough game and like look you straight in the face and be like, no, you're not going home tonight. And then you would go home tonight. You know what I mean? But don't you think now you would do so well? Because back then people got pissed and they voted against the person who lied to them. Now they appreciate the gameplay. It's such a different game. It is a different game. So I do. And I, you know, I'm older now, so I'm wiser. So yes, I do think I would do better. But because I was on it three times, because if you remember, I went back Heroes Villains and they yeah. got rid of me. Yeah, they, they were smart, though. They, yeah, they needed to get rid of me. Right. So I was, I, I think, you know, about that. And I just think I'd be dead in the water before it even began, you know, if I went back a fourth time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So that's kind of why I really haven't done reality now in over 12 years. Because I'm like, I already did it three times. They're on to me. I'm a competitive person. I'm not one, like, I'm not just going to be on your housewives type of a show. Like, I like a, give me a, give me a challenge. Give me a competition. Give me some adventure. Send me somewhere, you know, put me, you know, in somewhere, some crazy location and watch me sweat and watch me make it work, you know? So that's my gig. But I was like, they're going to get rid of me in five seconds. So I'm good. I met Kyle, ended up getting married, had kids. (laughs) Stayed home mom for a while. You did okay. You did all right. Yeah. (laughs) So I did all right. And then I was like, okay, time to get my life back. Like, I need something. (laughs) So when they called me again, especially for Snake in the Grass, it was actually Lynn Spillman who passed me on Survivor many years ago. Um, She's like, I think I have something for you. You don't have to be gone that long for your kids. So when she called me, I was like, okay, that sounds interesting. It was only like 10 days away. 
And she's like, you know, it's it's kind of like Survivor, but it's kind of not. I can't tell you specifically, but it's 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 exciting and it's adventurous. They like, do right. kind of dip back into the reality pool and kind of pull the same people for different things. So how how did yeah. you end up on Traders then? Did they contact you? So then I did Snake in the Grass, and then it was the same. Originally, Snake in the Grass was Peacock, and then it got sold oh. to USA. So it was kind of the same casting people. It was like she kind of pushed me off to this casting guy that also worked with traders. So then he called me a couple of months later with the traders, and originally I said no because I was like, I don't think I can be gone up to 30 days in a castle in Scotland. Like, I have three little kids. Like, yes, my husband's now retired. He's around, but... We're kind of like normal people. We don't have like a nanny or like an all pair, anything like that. Like, <laughs> you know, going out this weekend is going to be a whole thing. Like, which college kid can't, doesn't have a life this weekend and wants to come babysit for us and help us out so we can go out, you know, for a freaking dinner? So it really is a, a struggle. My parents are older, so they help when they're here, but they, they're not always in Florida. They're usually in Jersey. So I said no. And plus, it was my son's first Holy Communion, and they need to be there like that night. And I like, this is not going to work. Like, I can't. And then my son was in the car, like the whole conversation. And I hung up, told the guy, thanks so much, flattered, you know, first season of anything, a major, you know, on a major network is, is going to be a, it's going to be good regardless, whether it's good or not, it's going to be, it's going to be a hit just because it's the first, it's going to be on a major network, blah, blah, blah. Um, and my son's like, you should do that. And then my husband's like, I don't know. I think we can make that work. If you go that night, like leave late at night. So I did, I flew out, I called the guy back. He was like, yeah, we'll get you on the latest. They picked me up from the luncheon, from the First Holy Communion, <laughs> and I flew to the airport right to London and then right to um, Scotland, Inverness. My bags were being checked. It was 2 in the morning. I had to be up and ready at 5.30 a.m. for oh, the first day. Oh, my God. No way. I was, like, cross-eyed. And then you don't know what's going to happen. Like, they sent us three, ver- three episodes to watch of the Dutch version because it originally mm-hmm. aired – it was. I haven't even seen the BBC version yet, but it is similar because they use our same setup. Exactly. After. Oh, after so, you. Okay. Yeah. Then they aired before us, I guess. I don't know how that works. But I only watched the Dutch, and it was so hard to watch because you had to read. Because <laughs> it was in a different language, you had to read all the taglines. You couldn't see the reactions. You couldn't really watch the challenges because you were, like, reading, you know, what are they talking about the whole time. So we kind of had an idea, but we had no clue. Like how they were really going to pick the traders, how many traders there were really going to be, you know, it was wild. So I have to go back to Snake in the Grass because Siri and Rachel were with you in Snake in the Grass. There was only four of you doing Snake in the Grass um, as well. Janelle. Yes. So So that was wild. You didn't know showing up at traders that Siri or Rachel were going to be there? No, no. I didn't even know. Like they didn't tell us anything. They didn't tell us, like, 10 celebrities, 10 civilians or whatever they were going to call them. They just told us there's going to probably be, if it's anything like the Dutch, you know, they're probably going to be 20. And you don't know. There could be three. There could be four. There could be five traders. The rest are called the Faithfuls or they might be called something else. Like, they wouldn't give us anything. You know, actually, there's a train scene. If you watch in the very beginning, it's the actual train going through. Yeah. That was our first, like, we filmed on that train. and We pulled up. We, we first got to a train station. And as we walked up, there were all, like, there were ten, only 10 of us. There weren't the other 10. And the other 10 were the civilians. 
And I didn't know. Like, I knew Saree. I knew Rachel. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, we, but we couldn't talk about Snake in the Grass because we had a non-disclosure. It hadn't aired yet. Mm. Oh, so nobody knew man. we were on that show together. That's crazy. I know. And then Rachel was, like, out to get me on Snake in the Grass. I know. That's why I was going to ask you. So I was like, shit, if I'm a freaking traitor, she's going to be out to, like, get me again. Of course. And then Saree and I go way back to Survivor Guatemala the third time. So, But I hadn't seen her. It was Before Snake in the Grass, I hadn't seen her in 12 years. But she knew me very well because we got voted off. And back then when you got voted off, you would go on a trip together under a fake name. <laughs> with like CBS people and then eventually go home. Like you stay the whole filming. So I was second. She was like fifth. So we spent like 30 days together. Oh, in wow. Fiji. So he knows me. You would never well. know that watching the traders. Not at all. And you would never so, have gotten that feeling that you guys were together on snake in the grass. Well, and Serena and I talked a lot and Rachel and Sari talked a lot, and me and Rachel talked a lot, but you never saw the three of us together talking because we didn't want anybody to think we were, like, aligned in any way. And it's hard to align in a game like the Traders just because you really don't know who you can and can't trust. Like, somebody is going to be the traitor. But at the same time, it's kind of like if one of us are the traitor and one of us are the faithful, maybe we'll keep each other safe at least till the end until we need to slit each other's throats. I was wondering. So after watching you and Rachel and Snake in the Grass, and I'm going to give a spoiler here for if you haven't watched Snake in the Grass, but Stephanie's the fucking snake in the grass. (laughs) And I'm a horrible snake. You were so horrible. But you also said, I was wondering, since kids, since you're a mom now, lying is a bit harder. Lying that way was a little bit harder than it was on Survivor. And not only that, like, Serena knows me. So if I can't blow the challenge and they do win and get a clue, she knows I grew up with four brothers. She knows I played every sport. She knows I went to this place and that place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And the clues are about you. <laughs> that was and bad. I'm not a good liar because I'll lie and then I can't keep up with the lie. And then Suri's like a freaking detective. So it's like. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't good. There wasn't enough people in Snake in the Grass. I mean, it was like, okay, it's not you. It's not you. So you and Rachel then on Traders, you became pretty much a tight alliance. Rachel, like day two, they didn't even show it, but Rachel day two came up to me and she goes, listen, whatever happened on Snake in the Grass, let's put it behind us and let's just work together. You know, you and I know each other. You know Sari. I know Cody. She's like, Cody's shady, by the way. Don't trust a word that comes out of his mouth. And the only thing about Cody, and I didn't know him from Adam, but I did know he went to Mom's University first, then Temple. I went to Temple University first, then Monmouth. He played soccer. I played lacrosse. Now, we, I'm older than him, but we knew we had mutual people we knew. He's from Jersey. I'm from Philly, but grew up doing the summers in Jersey. Very similar. And... He acted from day one just like I did on the snake. Like, if I was a traitor, I would act just like him. Like, he <laughs> would only talk to me at the challenges and let his guard down. And in the castle, he was like a freaking wreck. Like, he was literally <laughs> like – and I was like, oh, my God, he's so, he's so a traitor. Like, because that's exactly how I would be acting. Rachel and I knew it was him. And we said to Serene we thought it was him. And she's like, oh, maybe. And Serene, of course, is swearing to us she's a faithful. Right. And I'm kind of like, mm. But I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm just not going to go there anyway. Let's, like, find the others at first. And just maybe she will keep me safe if she is kind of thing. But she played it good. I mean, she Suri played, played, it. It. played you know, it amazing. I was telling Gina, because Gina never saw Suri on Survivor. She plays the exact same game. She never let up any different. So you never knew yeah. what she was doing. 
You know, Christian yeah. was a freaking nuthead from day one, and he stayed a nuthead. It was great for his game. He, he, was, he was a wild card the whole freaking time, and he was crazy. And, and, and we were on to him, too, very early. Veronica Cody were on to him. But, again, you have to have the numbers. It's kind of like Survivor because you start throwing names out there, you don't have the numbers, you're murdered. Like, you're the, first, you're the next one to go. Or you become the escape goat, and then you get, you know, around the round table banished because you look like the traitor calling people out, and then, you know. But, you know, Kyle Cook, who I love, and was, like, my boy on the show, like, he just cracked me up, did come to me fairly early on and was like, you know, there has to be, we kind of have an idea of the guys because we were talking about it. There has to be a girl. And it's got to be, like, probably one of the celebrities. Although we aren't for sure. And he just, he's like, you know, I, I just really think it might be Saree. And I, like, talked him out of that, you know, because... Cerise, your girl. girl. And I was protecting her <laughs> best I could, as I thought she would do for me, if that was the way it was going. Um, and I guess my name did come up early. And she's like, oh, Stephanie, no, she's a terrible liar. And then Rachel <laughs> said the same thing about me. But no one ever asked why. Like, how do you know that? You know? like. <laughs> so at any point, did you ever really think Suri was a traitor? Or were you like, no? No. I mean, early on, I convinced myself she wasn't. Right. I was like, I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to find the guys and we'll deal with that later. And then Kate was just such a horrible faithful that she just made it so easy to target. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, we she do. was horrible. And she did come after me early. She was trying to act like I was a traitor. And that's how it started. And then I was like, oh, hell no. So I was like, I got to turn this around on her. They can't be thinking. But it's kind of a good thing for them to think you're a traitor because then you kind of become a shield for them and you stick around longer. Kate was the best thing that ever happened to the traitors. Kate and Brandy. So let's talk about Kate and Brandy. Yeah. Did you know either? They are a freak. I didn't know either of them. But, oh, my God, are they a piss? Like, you don't even know. Like, I mean, I don't really. Oh, I think we know. I mean, I'm sure you know, but I mean, I don't really want to have them on my team if it's like a strenuous type of a task. <laughs> you know, Kate said a million times, like, this is not my deal. Like, um, you know, I don't work out like anything that exerts my you know, energy is not for me. But in a social setting, like if you needed wine, like they're like, OK, where's the wine? Like, we've, I mean, at the end of every night after that roundtable, we had a glass or two of wine waiting for us. Thanks to Kate Brandy. I was like, shit, I like these girls now. But they were hysterical together. Like, watching them on the show, I was crying. Like, when they were just doing things and running after each other, the music thing, and they were like, it was, like, comical. And then screaming, Serene, what's her name? It's screaming, Kate screaming with the bugs. I, I was actually dying <laughs> laughing. How could you do that? That bug, that, that was, the like, rats, the worst challenge The bugs out and of the rats were the worst of every, well, any I single mean, one. I don't know. Like, see, things don't bother me like that. Like, very live did not bother me five seconds. That was edited. I never said I'm freaking out. I I did not say that to that. I was not. I'm not claustrophobic at all. I'm like, that is so edited. But, like, the, the rats, I mean, Christian's, like, up on the chair. Me and Ari are like, Ari, just count the rats. You got the white. I oh, my God. Ari was, uh, he was, like, unfazed by any of it. Yeah. Any of it. And that, no, it, both of us, and, and, and that was by chance. Like, they split us up into four randoms. And then two of you split and split. So, those, you know, Andy and Rachel went together. I went with Ari. And just by the luck of the draw, we didn't have the bug stumps on us. That was crazy. So, 
I was putting my hood up and yes. side up to my freaking nose before I even got in, just expecting something. Smart, smart, that. smart. People don't put their hoods up. No. Why did they put their hoods up? You put hoods. Exactly. But the fact that Kate actually did that competition, I, that was that I blew know. me away. Yeah, and I was she, surprised. And she showed up. Well, because Sari was losing it. Oh, oh, my, God. Like, oh my God. I was <laughs> screaming. With, I was off. That was That I would was be my nightmare. <laughs> I was dying. And then... When we came out of that cabin, I was like, there's no way we beat that other team. Like, I felt like we were in there forever. I was like, oh, we're not going to get a chance at the Armory. This sucks because I was, like, starting to get nervous. You know, it's getting late in the game. I was actually really catching on to the traders, and they knew it. Like Sari said, I think Stephanie's starting to figure it out. She knows our next move, and I did. I was, but, uh Did you have any clue about Ari? Did you think Ari was because in the beginning you know he wasn't so the fact that he came on later thought i never thought ari was a traitor i already thought christian was a traitor but as soon as he did his whole spiel about i was recruited i was like he's full of shit god he screwed that up totally face just looked like she was gonna freaking die the whole time because i was like like all you say and i'm like oh I mean, as soon as he started and he wouldn't stop, I was just like, oh, my God. So I did talk to Saray. It never aired. I was like, you know, he's either a, a, he's either just got recruited or he's been a trader all along. And I just think he's been a trader all along and tried to recruit somebody. And somebody is recruited. And he was just covering. And he thinks Alan's going to tell us. But Alan was never going to tell us. No. So he never even needed to say that. I mean, Ugh. he had all kinds of stories, even more so than you saw. Like, Ugh. Ugh. I mean, he kept going. It made no sense. Like, none of it made hardly any sense. He was good TV, though. He was good TV. He was hysterical. He He would annoy the crap out of Cody. And at every challenge, (laughs) Cody would be like, well, he would stop talking. He would look at me, and I would just cry laughing. And then when Cody, when we finally got rid of Cody, I was like, oh, my God, now I have nobody to make fun of Christian with at the challenges. This is terrible. (laughs) Cody's face, when they would go into the room where the traders would go, it was like he was already so annoyed with Chris. You could see it in his face. Like, I do not want this asshole to be a traitor with us. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which is so funny. Like, oh, my God. It was so obvious and apparent. It was so great. But Christian, I mean, gosh, he is like, he's just like a freaking Energizer bunny. Like, he just never stops. So there was a point where it's like, yeah, he's definitely a traitor. But then he's like, I don't know. Like, maybe he just freaking acts like that all the time. Like, I think yeah, so. That's, yeah. I think he is like that all the time. But he just blew, like, he just kept going. It's like the lie that keeps on giving. Just like, don't say anything. I know. You want to just no, yell, stop right. talking. Right. Like, poor Serene was like, well, he just shut the frig up. Like, he was. Yeah. And then, like, when watching him on scene, my husband was dying, dying. Because Christian, like, would, every morning at breakfast, when the, the one person doesn't come in, Christian would be like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at Christian! Like he's so surprised, so dramatic. <laughs> Just overdid like, everything. Actor, I mean, oh my god, he was over the so top. So funny. How did you think it ended? Were you happy with the ending? Was it satisfying? You, I know you were a part of it, but as you were watching it back, yeah. Well, oh, on TV. Well, for me, actually, I thought it was a little confusing because I was like, I was like, how did? How did she convince Ari to step down? I, I didn't, I couldn't, I, I didn't, I couldn't tell by the way it was portrayed. And then I was like, Ari flat out said I was recruited late in the game. How did Quentin and Andy not catch on that there's still another traitor, probably? And there was never a girl. Did they not think there was going to be a female? 
I know. They just trusted like, her. Like, they trusted yeah, they're her. That, they're that. And yes. Then, and then if you watch closely, Ari is like, doesn't even look at Sari. Yeah, oh, no. He's pissed. He's like, pissed. So from, from, because I, I never knew how it went down. I had heard, but I wanted to see it play out because I wasn't there. And I'm like, how do they not, like, figure that out? And Andy was so emotional and so broken that Sari was the the traitor. She felt so betrayed. I mean, I her head was in it, like in it. I mean, I think they're I think they're fine now. But like, I remember being like, you know, are you going to get over this? Or like, I remember saying to Sari, like, do you feel bad? I mean, and it's Sari, a game. You know, like, yeah. Game. yeah, yeah. And she played the hand she was dealt. Like she didn't, you know, they chose her to be the traitor. Um, it was good gameplay. That's what it was. Great. Unbelievable. But yeah, it didn't actually make that much sense. Why? And then not only that, like Quentin, the night Rachel went, I was like, Sari's definitely a traitor. Like that solidified it to me. When she turned on Rachel, I was like 100%. But I'm like, I, I'm going to go after Sari now. I'm the only one. Like she already has them all. She's got Quentin. She's got Andy. Like I wasn't getting them. So I did sit out by the fire with Quentin and he said to me like, I don't know if it's Kate or something. I forget. It didn't ever air. So I don't even know. He said, do you think it could be Saree? And I was like, well, I'm going to tell you, it's definitely Christian, number one. And I mean, it could be Saree. I mean, it could still be Kate. I don't know. I mean, it's got to be a female in the mix. But he just never went with that. He no. never. And then we did go to the armory. So when every time you go to the armory, you were looked at as safe because we never told who got the shield. And then when... Rachel got banished and I got murdered. There, that should have been your hint. Someone in that armory is either a, a, a traitor, got recruited to be a traitor, is in with the traitors. Because, like, you know, Ari got the shield for the third time. Third time. And Quentin, he says it. He says, like, hmm, well, that's weird. Because usually people that go in the armory are, are like, considered safe. Like, he was onto it. And then he just, like, let it go. So, so did you guys I mean, actually stay in that castle that's where you you were there the whole yeah. entire time, right? Left in the castle. It was absolutely beautiful. Uh, and Alan Cummings, I loved him as the host. Did you guys get to spend okay. any time with him off camera? So there really was not much off camera. I mean, there really wasn't. There there would be some off camera, but they wanted us to be gag ordered because they didn't want us trying to, you know, align or plot or anything. And he was in and out. Like, he was amazing. But, you know, in New York, we just went to New York for a press junket not too long ago before the show launched. And we really got a chance to sit and talk with him. And he is just, he's so sharp. I mean, he's a phenomenal actor. But he was just a really good host, too. Like, I can't believe it. I cannot believe how talented he is. Yeah, and I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that he was the host. I was like, that's Alan Cumming. I mean, mean, he's kind of a big deal. He's from there. I mean, he has that accent. He actually has clothes that look like, like a lot of his clothes. <laughs> like, what do you wear? It was perfect. He was perfect. For yeah. That Amazing. Day. He was. Well, we enjoyed um, it. It was so good. I mean, it was so much fun to watch. And I love seeing you back on TV. So I yeah. heard that you said that you would do Amazing Race with Rachel. You could totally do Amazing Race. Is that a show that you would be like, yes, I want to do that? So I've always wanted to do the Amazing Race. They called my husband and I not too long ago because they wanted us to do it as a team, but the MLB was still playing wouldn't allow it. So now I don't know that we can both be gone at the same time because you're gone a long time. You're gone like six weeks. Mm. So I would – Rachel's already done the Amazing Race twice. So she, she did, I yeah. don't think – yeah. Now, Saree, I would maybe do the Amazing Race with. She and I had talked about it, but 
you know, we got to figure it out because like, you know, people are going to be out to get us. (laughs) You need to balance. The Amazing Race is such a balance of if one person's good at this and the other person's like you could do all physical. Well, you could probably do everything, actually. Well, and that's why I thought three, not really. Like I thought three and I would be good because I could do a lot of the physical and she would be really good with the more the mental and the puzzles and the maps and stuff like that. Um, and she's got something about her. Like she could get like money out of anybody's pocket that we need. <laughs> so, you know, I would just do like all the, you know, heavy lifting and she could do all the rest. But, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I won't just do any reality show. It has to be like the right fit, a fun adventure. And, you know, I'd like to win one one of these days. I mean, shit, it's been five of them now. I haven't won. Have you seen that one that's airing right now, Special Forces? My kids want me to do it. Ooh, I think that one looks I've been, wa- I've been watching it. Yeah. It's intense. I've seen parts. So here's my deal. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. Strap me in a car and I will hold my breath until I collapse or they have to medically evacuate me, whatever. <laughs> I won't freak out. I'm not a freaker outer with things. But like, I don't want to get injured. Or the yelling. Yeah. They they break you. And it's uncomfortable to watch sometimes. So and, I don't and, know that part like, of it. A lot of those guys, like, they're like Navy SEALs. Oh, and and yeah. they expect, they're like, this is the way you do it. It's like, okay, but I'm just like a person from reality. <laughs> I was like, this one was a housewife. I was just a housewife and I'm coming here. I'm kind of doing my best. You know, the girl from Seventh Heaven is oh, like, she's oh, God. a mess. She just Poor keeps thing. crying. I'm like, let her the I fuck have to go. Watch that. Yeah, I need to it's watch. good. My kids, we saw like the commercial. My kids were like, oh my gosh, mom, you could totally do that. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. How long I need to be gone for? <laughs> I need to know the it's specific. only, it's actually a really short one. I think they said, like, the whole thing takes place over nine or ten days. Oh, really? But you go to the, yeah. this one's in the Wadi Rum Desert in Jordan. Oh, so it's really? really, really warm. Really hot there. Maybe you think of something else. <laughs> Guatemala was brutal. Like 130 degrees almost. Oh, 24 geez. degrees. But... The Traders, um, I don't know, I, I think it's going to get picked up for a second season because it really took off, and it's airing over in the UK now, too. They picked it up, and it's going to be, like, airing, I think, on USA, and like, uh, just not even just Peacock. So, oh, it's I was great. pleasantly surprised. I'm I thought so... it was an eclectic group. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely. Oh, freaking amazing. Like, I, he made me pee my pants. Oh, the civilians, a lot of them were really cool. Like that Amanda girl. I mean, you don't even see much of them. Yeah, they right. didn't get much airtime, and they were like some cool people. Some of them. Yeah, they didn't get much, but so. uh, we loved the different reality stars because they have the you guys were the competition reality, and then they have we cover all Bravo shows. So we're like, I know right. him, I know, I know Aria. We watched The Bachelor. We knew every single person. It was so fun. It was really no, good. Really. And that was such, like, Brandy, I mean, she was on it. Like, Brandy's really smart. Brandy's actually well, really smart. She's, which, she had some good strategy, and she, when she's sober. Can yeah, I, when she's <laughs> when she's sober. She's actually a really fun person to watch for reality TV. But yeah. she's, you know, did you hear about what happened lately with her, just now with her? No. Uh, wait, I think a friend sent me. Did she, like, she got, she, she asked to leave somewhere? She got, yeah. ki- she got kissy kissy apparently with another housewife and because they're, they're filming a real ultimate, girls, ultimate trip. girls trip, real housewives, ultimate okay. girls trip. So she was sent home with Carolyn Manzo. Do you know Carolyn Manzo? You would probably know the Jersey housewife. Wait, stop. So yes. Yeah, so wait, so she's not, she, they took her off of, of the filming of it completely. Apparently that's the word on the street that she was sent home. Yeah. Why did the, the other housewife, Carolyn, not no like no. kissy kissy. Oh, was Brandy drunk? <laughs> Probably. Oh, I'm sure. No. I'm sure. Well, that Kate, Kate and Brandy were like, listen, this would be much better TV if you just give us alcohol all day long. Like, right? <laughs> and I was like, 
I mean, I'm not opposed to that. Like, I, so I didn't have to lie. So I didn't have to mess up my lie. So I was like, good. So I could just be a faithful. Yeah. But at the time, they were like, nope, you're not getting anything until after the round table. And like, the night is over. And it's like, oh my God. So well, that's funny. why. Yeah. That's why it, that's why it worked it did out so for Brandy. Well. Yeah. I know. But that's why Brandy was so on it. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, but Kate would come in in the morning sometimes. And she looked like she hadn't slept. She didn't even, she like would bring her makeup and put it on like during breakfast sometimes. And like, <laughs> she was like the, per- I was like, she definitely had a late night. Like she was like the perfect, would have been a traitor. She played it so well. She didn't mean to, but she did. Right. Well, I don't know. I think that's part of her act. I had no idea what she was doing. She I don't very, know. Do you think it was an act or do you think it was, uh, that's just, cause that's kind of her personality when she was on Below Deck. But I, mean, I her heard personality her. is really kind of like, I don't give a shit. But I heard that her on an interview. Kyle Cook kept saying that too. But I was like, at first she cared. So she was there. Then I think she got mad because her friends left, Reza and, and Brandy. And then Kyle wasn't really talking to her that that much, I guess. So she got in with a lot of the civilians. to like, And then they started going one by one. And then she started calling us a clique that she wasn't part of. Yeah. So, like, I think she was just, like... I think she was all over the place. A lot of emotions yeah. going. And then then once Rachel and I were gone, then all of a sudden she showed up again. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like... And then she's calling up the ugly stepsisters. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? Like, I tried to be nicer the whole time. I tried to talk to her. But that's Kate. I really did. But... That's what I she mean, does. She, <laughs> well, I said, just quit, you know? Yeah. And then she told me to fuck off at the round table. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, so... Thank you. Oh my God, we could talk to you forever. I know. Love, so love fun. having you on. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks me. It was a fun show to be on. Fun show to talk about. I'll come back anytime. Thanks, Thank Stephanie. You. Bye. Bye, guys.